trying to strive for balance just sets us up to feel like a failure, like we're not getting it done, like we're not getting anywhere. Hi, I am Sandra Vanderly, and this is Becoming Unapologetic. This is going to be the podcast for entrepreneurs that are ready to grow a business that works for them. I'm here to tell you that there is no such thing as one break, one launch, or one secret that's going to change your life or your business. The big difference between those that stayed stuck and those that blew up, the ones who made it decided that they have what it takes, they sell their expertise, and they unapologetically go after their dreams every damn day. Here is to becoming unapologetic. Welcome back to Becoming Unapologetic. This is episode 13, and I'm going to talk about why I think that balance is a total complete myth that keeps us trying to strive for something that we'll never actually reach, and what I would much rather strive for instead. So this episode is inspired by an in-person mastermind event that I hosted in London, which was really, really so much fun, right? Masterminding with online business owners over afternoon tea and champagne and all the pastries. And it was fantastic. And what I try and do when I host a mastermind is normally as the facilitator, I wouldn't ask a question, but I also know that for a brand new group where some people know each other, some don't, it's a little bit awkward, right? And you might have a personal question or you might want to share about your life. So I try to go first. So I prepared a question because when I told everyone like, hey, you know, have you got your question ready? You've got 10 minutes to talk, then we'll do 20 minutes of input from the group to support you. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, I'm not ready, right? So when I go first and when I'm vulnerable first and when I make a big ask first, I create, not only do I get really good advice, right? And podcast inspiration, but I also create space for everyone else to do that after me, right? I create safety. I set a standard. Um, so that's why I've done it like that. And my question at the time was, I was just feeling really, really scattered. And if you have listened to some of the other episodes where I talk about, you know, investing the $100,000 for a visa, setting up a second company from scratch while trying to run the same company, um, just being a human, right? And dealing with illness, dealing with friends, dealing with family, trying to have a really full life while taking care of everything. That just, it gets to be a lot, right? It gets to a point where you're like, woo. And I was just like, how do I balance getting enough sleep with the fact that my close friends are all in like Eastern and Pacific time zones and I'm texting them at 11 p.m. at night. And I know that's when my clients are awake, a lot of them, right? How do I balance trying to make all this money with trying to spend all this money with trying to get this paperwork done. But also it's now coming into autumn and I really don't want to be in the Netherlands because I hate it when it's winter and it's rainy and it's gray, right? I look out the window right now and it's gray and rainy and cold. And I'm like, no, I am not the same person here as I am in a sunny destination. How do I balance that? And I asked this of four other established, successful online business owners. And the consensus was, it doesn't exist. We cannot control every variable, 
right? We control what we do. We can control our input. Um, we can control how we respond to situations. But other than that, we have no control over a lot of the outside variables, right? And anyone that has kids, I don't, but any, I see this with my clients all the time when they start going back to school and they're sick like every week. It's like I get messages from my one-on-one clients like, yeah, I'm dealing with a puking kid and the first one just finally got better and now the second one is doing it, right? That sort of stuff. We cannot control this. So trying to strive for balance just sets us up to feel like a failure, like we're not getting it done, like we're not getting anywhere. You're never going to achieve the perfect balance between being a successful business owner, being a great partner, being a friend that is always there when someone needs you, being the best possible coach for your clients, delivering, you know, going to the gym three times a week, meal prepping for the entire family. And keep in mind that one can't have gluten and the other one has decided to go vegan, right? Whatever. Any of that or struggling and beating yourself up about not knowing how to balance everything at one point doesn't work. So instead, I think it's much better if we accept that something is a season, right? Um, Example from a one-on-one client, I would love it if she finally created a new version of a course. And I know that when she hears this, she knows it's about her. But also having two really young kids, one of them still at home and not in daycare or very limited childcare. Maybe it's just time to let it go, right? Maybe it's time to press pause and accept that this is a season where big ass transformational self-study courses with six modules and 35 lessons is not the vibe. It doesn't fit right now. And you know what? If it's still the right move a year from now, you will not have lost the opportunity. So that is the whole stop striving for balance. Maybe it's just a season. And I've had to accept that this was very much a season of um, hard work, getting paid less so I can invest, more hard work, maybe being stretched too thin. Um, My health's gotten a little bit affected. So I know in the next season, that's going to get priority, right? That's going to play a bigger role where other things are going to play a smaller role and they're going to get less attention. And, you know, it's it, in that sense, it's a, it's a balancing act, right? And it's a thing where if I can live alongside my values and my priorities for a time, that's great. And as a priority shift, maybe you focus on something else for a time. So instead of striving for balance, what I strive for these days are three very different things. They are grace, ease, and presence. And grace for me is about how can I give myself grace when it's not looking? Grace is divine intervention, right? How can the universe support me? God, angels, law of attraction, whatever you call it, right? I I always have a very direct relationship with the universe where I just straight up talk to the world and what I want from it, Um, right? So there's divine grace. There's the grace we give ourselves. How can I show grace to my clients, right? How can I show grace to my friends, my family, but mainly myself, because we often we give it to everyone except for us. So that's the first one. Then the second one is ease, right? Where can I let it be easier? 
why do I feel so guilty whenever something's easy, right? I refuse to tell people how long it takes me to write a sales page because they're going to nibble and complain about my fees. But the fact is, like, it's become easy because I've done so many. I'm just, I'm really freaking good at it. Um, But somehow, like, I'm like, no, it can't be this easy. You can't do it this quickly. Something must be wrong, right? So where can I let it be easy? Where can I allow ease in? Where can I find the person that will give me ease, hire for something? I have clients that are so resistant to sending out their laundry because it makes them look bad or it makes them feel like bad parents, bad housewives, bad homemaker. I don't even know. And I'm like, dude, why? It's the freaking dirty socks from everyone in your house. Send them out, right? Where can you create ease? And if you want to like learn more about that, one of the most popular episodes on the podcast is actually the $100 fix, which is episode six. And this is the episode where I talk about not outsourcing the laundry, but that would be a very, very good example of this one. And then the final one is presence, right? So instead of balance, I strive for presence. Presence with myself, presence with my emotions, presence with my clients, right? Like, There is nothing more powerful than a coach who is present with you, present on the call, present to see what is going on and to respond from that, right? A coach that sits there and goes through the motions, we can kind of tell, or at least I can always tell. When when my coach is like thinking about her grocery list, and I'm not saying mine don't do that, but when someone you speak to is thinking about their grocery list or dinner, you can usually tell, right? But I also strive for presence that... When I'm having dinner with my friend, I don't want to be worried about my emails. I've had a huge thing with my U.S. business bank accounts lately, which was very annoying. And basically, they canceled our U.S. accounts without notice, uh, with like two workdays notice. And I didn't have, I couldn't pay for all of my subscriptions. And I was just getting emails of like, this has failed. We're going to cancel this. Fix that. You're going to lose access to, and there was literally no way for my American company to pay for my stuff. And I was sitting there and I wanted to be present with my friend, right? Where you can worry about it, but there's nothing you're going to do about it at a Friday night, 9 p.m., you know? Um, So I'm trying to strive for presence and being with the person I'm with, being with the feelings I have, being where I am and being very okay and present in that moment. And all of those three things are so much better and easier and more affirming to strive for than balance. So instead of balance, stop figuring out how do I balance everything, start figuring out where you can find grace, where you can find ease, and where you can find presence. All right. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, please share it with a friend or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, which is a great free way to support the show. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to you very soon.